0: Gone is a podcast about people who have gone missing from the United States and Canada. These people are daughters, sons, sisters, and aunties. They didn't just disappear. Someone, somewhere, knows something.
1: I'm Katie Nordby. And I'm Janelle Feller. These are the stories of Lisa Shuttleworth and Mikkel Biggs.
0: Lisa Shuttleworth was 34 years old in 2003. She was recently divorced and was a single parent to two children, 14-year-old Christina and 9-year-old Ryan. They lived in Aiken, South Carolina. Aiken is the largest city and the county seat in Aiken County, which is located in western South Carolina. Aiken has a population of 30,000. Lisa's family describes her as beautiful inside and out. She always had a smile on her face and was a gentle soul. On September 4th, 2003, Lisa's daughter, Christina, called her at 7 a.m. to let her know that she would be getting a ride home from her friends after school. Christina had spent the night at a friend's house the night before. Christina was to call her mom when she got home after school. It's unclear if Lisa had a job at this time. From articles that I read, she was unemployed. Her last job was at a private club on Belvedere Clearwater Road that was owned by a relative. Around 8 or 9 a.m. that same day, Lisa was seen by an acquaintance at the Pit Stop convenience store on Pine Log Road in Aiken. She was sitting in either a truck that she borrowed from a friend or a green-blue 1994 Pontiac Grand
1: Am. Those seem like very different vehicles. Like, Why is there a confusion about that? Well, it just depends on the article that you read. Oh, okay.
0: So those are two cars that she would, could have been driving. Okay. Um, it's okay. not clear what Which vehicle was. she was actually seen in. Okay. Um, It appeared that she was reading a newspaper. At 10 a.m., she called the friend that she borrowed the vehicle from, the truck, um, and told him that she was expecting a guest. It's unclear what exactly that meant. I couldn't find any other information about that. But she was supposed to pick up her son, Ryan, from the bus stop that afternoon. So maybe that's who she was talking about? I'm not really sure. Calls to her phone went unanswered after 10 a.m. Lisa hasn't been seen or heard from since. This next part is a little fuzzy again depending on what article you read. The family friend that borrowed her the vehicle went to her house after he couldn't get a hold of her. Her son Ryan made it home after school and with the house being locked he took Ryan to Lisa's parents house. They had a key to the house. Christina arrived home around 6 or 7 p.m. and tried to call her mom but the calls went unanswered. So that's a little bit what's unclear is that who got to the house first and because Christina was supposed to get home and call her mom when she got there mm-hmm. and she did that, but it's unclear kind of the timing of sure, of how sure. that all went down. The home was locked. The Pontiac grand Am and the truck were parked in the driveway. There was tea on the stove, but it had been moved off of the burner. Lisa's purse was missing, but her driver's license and social security card were found in a white envelope in the house. There was no sign of a struggle. Lisa was reported missing the next day. About a week after that, a bloodhound team and even cadaver dogs were brought in to comb the area, but nothing was found. It is uncharacteristic of Lisa to leave without warning or to abandon her children, who were cared for by her parents after she disappeared. Lisa's parents believe she was abducted from outside of her home, and the police suspect foul play in her disappearance. Lisa Shuttleworth was 34 years old in 2003. She would be 51 this year. She is described as Caucasian, 5'3, and 102 pounds. She has brown hair and blue eyes. She was last seen possibly wearing a white t shirt with writing on the front and pink or gray sweatpants. She was possibly carrying a pager. Why?
1: Why, why a pager? Why? I'm... To just. I'm trying to look and see what the year was of this. It was 2003. Okay. She did have a pager. And was a pager a common thing in 2003? Not that I recall. Okay. Not that I recall. Okay. Um,
0: Her right foot is slightly smaller than her left foot, and her right big toe is much smaller than her left one. She has a small scar below her navel and a slight overbite. Her ears are pierced. If you have any information about the disappearance and or whereabouts of Lisa Shuttleworth, please call the Aiken County Sheriff's Department at 800-922-9709. So it did talk about her having a pager, um, and I don't know if you call them calls to the pager, pages to the pager, um, went unanswered also.
1: Um, so so it, it sounds like the, the place that she worked, it sounds like a, a men's club.
0: That's kind of what I gathered. Mm-hmm. I didn't specifically mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. But she hadn't been working there in a while, and so that's another part that was unclear, is that if she didn't have a job at the time, where she was have she? A pager?
1: But also, why did she have a pager? Right,
0: and where was she going to be when Christina got home from
1: school that Christina would have to call her? Mm-hmm. That, I guess, it was unclear. Well, but your son, I mean, your son calls you when he gets home from school, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. I Well, mean, he... she was going to be picking up Ryan from yeah. school. Yeah. So then, in the time that Ryan would be home from school and Christina would be home from school, shouldn't be that much different. No, and so it wasn't. Maybe she did have a job, and it just wasn't listed anywhere, mm-hmm. or it wasn't mm-hmm. recorded anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. It's hard to. It's hard or to. Or
1: Christina was a little bit older, and not much older. She was fourteen, but maybe she had a, a, a sport or an athlete. Maybe a, uh, athletics that she was participating in, or, yeah. or something like that. But um, yeah, um, Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just it's very odd and. I found it a little frustrating that completely different information in different articles about what she was last seen in.
1: What she was wearing. Yeah, it was... Yeah. But if she was seated in a car, it would be... It might not be clear. Sure. Sure. Pink or gray could be very similar if it was a dark. I mean, it could be... But the vehicle, that seems... That seems odd, but not knowing which one she was driving. Right. When one wasn't hers. Right.
0: Yeah, she borrowed the truck. Mm-hmm.
1: And why did she borrow the truck? I don't
0: know. Huh. I don't know. It leaves a lot of questions. Well, it does. And that, I obviously have never had a family member go missing, but that would be very frustrating to me with a family member that has gone missing to not have all of the information true and correct and what is what we know to not have all of that information out there, like that would be so frustrating for me as somebody who could you know if I if there was a loved one that was missing right
1: but this was and I, but I think that's very common it,
0: well it is I mean and, it's then,
1: just, and I mean in this case there's the information is, is it varies yeah. yeah it varies depending on the uh, where, where you're getting it from
0: yeah most of the information from this I took from the article that her mom and her sister reported on oh. uh, mm-hmm. but other articles mm-hmm. there was that disparity between the color
1: of the vehicle and the Which kind vehicle, and yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. i don't know hmm. two young two young children who were raised by grandparents after that yeah and it's strange that her her can you think of a reason why you would have your credit card, or your, uh, I'm sorry, not your credit card, but your driver's license and your social security card in the house in an envelope? No. Well, I, I can, if you were, if you were going to a job, if you were starting a new job, hmm. that would be one reason that you would kind of have those two things with you at the same time and maybe in a different way than you would normally carry them. Sure. Because uh, otherwise, I mean, most, well, I do- mean, I don't carry my social security card on me. And the only reason I would have my social security card on me is because I was um, starting a new job and you have to show your social security card right and that's one one reason, but otherwise I wouldn't carry that with me and yeah it's just a it's a strange detail mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah, and she was driving somebody else's vehicle maybe I just it's just a it's just a strange detail and it's hard to know what that means if it means anything right. Mikael Diane Biggs was 11 years old in 1987. She was an honor student, a member of the student council, and played clarinet in the band. She wanted to be an animator when she grew up, and her favorite color was purple. Mikael was riding her bike with her 9-year-old sister, Kimber, on January 2, 1999, in Mesa, Arizona. They heard the music of an ice cream truck and asked their mother for money. The girls waited for the ice cream truck near Toltec and El Moro Avenue, It was around 5.30 p.m. Mikhail's little sister got cold and ran home for a coat. When she returned a few minutes later, uh, less than two minutes later, Mikhail was gone. Mikhail's bike and her two quarters for ice cream were found near the street they had been waiting on. The bicycle wheel was still spinning. That gave me chills. Oh, gosh. The girls had been apart less than two minutes. 90 seconds. The authorities searched the area. Dogs lost Mikhail's trail after a few feet, suggesting that she had been placed into a vehicle. Authorities were unable to confirm that an ice cream truck was in the area. Authorities cleared all ice cream vendors who were known to be in that area at the time. The known sex offenders in the vicinity were cleared of any connection to Mikhail's case. Mikhail's family had a funeral for her with an empty casket on the fifth anniversary of her disappearance. She leaves behind her parents, Darian and Tracy, two younger sisters, Kimber and Lanell, and a younger brother, Nathan. Mikkel Diane Biggs would be 53 years old today. She is a Caucasian female with brown hair and hazel eyes. At the time that she went missing, she stood four foot eight and weighed 85 pounds. Her upper teeth are prominent and her ears are pierced. She had several moles on the left side of her neck. Her hair was permed, and she was wearing a red T-shirt with Lindbergh imprinted on the front. Bell-bottom jeans with embroidery on the sides of both pant legs. She wore white canvas shoes and possibly earrings. If you know anything about the disappearance of Mikhail Biggs, contact the Mesa Police Department at 480-644-2211.
0: I can't even imagine the terror. I just can't even fathom. Well, and it
1: appears um, that they had... it It appears that probably there wasn't an ice cream truck, but the ice cream truck music.
0: Somebody was posing as the ice cream truck.
1: Yep. Oh, my gosh. They were just down the street from her house. She went back to get a coat. Mom said, it's too close to dinner time. Go get, go get Mikkel and, um, you know, go get Mikael." And it was boom, boom. And she was gone. But the, um, I think that those younger siblings, I just, what does the younger sister Kimber what how do you get over something oh like that? Oh my gosh. You don't you'd feel responsible. Yeah. Somehow. And and Well no you weren't way. there. You weren't you would you would feel like, well, I wasn't yeah, there. I wasn't there for my yeah. sister and something yeah. happened to her. And um, but also just being afraid because somebody was stolen within two minutes. And there and was and near your house. Yeah. And there was some predator that was watching that had created the opportunity. Oh my gosh!
0: I wonder if there were any other children missing from that area
1: around that time. Well, there was a you know there was there was information about yeah. a um, a predator that 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 lived in the area. He had, there was an alibi for him. Sure. Um, but the alibi was his wife, and he went on to um, commit a crime that caused him to be you know in, in prison for 187 years for sure. some something horrific sure and i just didn't want to share his information no because it's i'm just him. tired of that yeah. i'm tired of it, even though i think it's important because the, somebody else might be able to put a little pressure on somebody mm. i mean to to reveal that but yeah. um there's so many times when a story that that at least that I've done and I feel like that the story is is a couple of paragraphs of the victim and the majority of the story is about the potential mhm
0: um well and we see that in the news too yeah you know the victims are lost and it's all about the perpetrator or yeah about alleged perpetrator uh, right about yeah. where he came from and what he did and how he grew His up story. and Right.
1: And yeah. I have nothing of this child because she was only 11 years old. Right. Doing yeah. what, you know, what well, so we all f- did. 5:30 at night yeah. uh on vacation on on winter break um riding your bike in the neighborhood. And it's and I think that I think that the siblings in a case like that would really suffer. Yeah. In a way that I, we can't understand. We ask that you do not reach out to the families or post names of possible suspects on social media. Missing person photos, along with information and articles used for these cases, can be found on our website at gone-podcast.com. Have for us today, Kate. So
0: I have tweets again
1: about the truth about married life. Tweets about the truth of married life. Yes. Oh, these are going to be ugly. <laughs> and
0: I'm not married, and maybe these tweets are why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe because maybe.
0: you work for
1: a crime victim advocacy agency. That also maybe could that be might it. be why that, too. Yes. But uh, that, also, that also <laughs> Well, you know, the, and the truth is about married life. Um, you know, it's not always pretty. <laughs> no, it clearly from, <laughs> this, from, from these tweets. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that when I looked in the mirror this morning, I went, "Sheesh! Oh, I'm I'm glad that you love me because I'm really, not not earning it today. Holy cow! I scared
0: myself. Okay, so this. Um, this tweet I'm guessing is a man the picture of the picture is is of a male um and it says me Alexa start the coffee maker wife for the last time we don't have an Alexa you can make your own damn coffee me Alexa off <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I married my wife just so people would have something to talk to me about
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Your friends, same friends, yeah. Right, right. Well, I mean, you know, that really when you kinda yeah, not a lot to share, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. The ways that your spouse has irritated you. Right. I mean Right. Transgressions. Mm-hmm. And the list is long. My husband proposed two days after Valentine's
0: Day so that every year he could get me discounted flowers and chocolates on the anniversary instead
1: of the holiday. He is one smart cookie. Yes. I mean sneaky spark. You should be watching out because <laughs> that's my favorite holiday. Because you get twice as much. Yes. Yes.
0: Before marriage, I would sit at stoplights for hours because no one would tell me the light had changed green.
1: That gives me an angry face. <laughs> because I, I do that. <laughs> And we live in a place was like I don't know two and a half. Yeah, stoplights. I mean, yeah, yeah you can get many. anywhere in ten minutes <laughs> yeah. or less. So,
0: my wife says she hides snacks from me so she can put them out when guests come over. In case you were wondering why I invited you here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you find the snacks? Snacks. I'd like some snacks. <laughs> For some reason, when I have a cold, my doctor tells my wife to take the aspirin. <laughs> the
1: man cold. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, take two aspirins and take two aspirin. And go to bed early. <laughs> right, right. Spouse. That's wonderful.
0: <laughs> Assert your dominance by putting a few decorative pillows in your husband's truck.
1: <laughs> that is curtains. <laughs> You know, Doilies. Oh, 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 on the on the dashboard. Yes. Though that makes me remember a time in which I was in. <laughs> I was in uh, the parking lot of a mall in um, Saint Paul, the New Brighton. I think it was a it was a, a, a it was a mall. And honestly, I found a car that I could see it from the as I was exiting the store and I'm like and the car was a bright pink, which is unusual, but not yeah, right. not, you know, not but I could see the lace. Oh no. The the lace was just it was like coming out of the car windows. <laughs> and I got close to the car and the entire car, the uh Dashboard. The, the dashboard, the steering wheel, the seats, the, um, council in between was all covered in white, oh, no. fluffy layers and layers and layers of lace. Oh my gosh. I mean, I mean, not like, not like, not like a doily, yeah. but like what you would consider to be a, a, a dress from the 1980s sure. prom dress. In very, very pale pink. Oh, my god! But the entire front seat, back seat, everything. I could not. I took a picture because <laughs> it was so surprising Oofda. and well done. So, I mean, I do think. I think that a, a doily. Why not? A couple of throw pillows. Right. It's, it's your like, truck, too. Right, right, right. It's kind of like dogs <laughs> hanging on trees. right. Right, I. This is mine. This is so. This is. (laughs) What's what's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine. I I love I love that idea. (laughs) I love that idea because also, you got pillows. They're just waiting. They're just looking for a home. Right. Right. And and I think you should do that uh, when you start dating somebody to see what is the 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 tolerance level. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) 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 Oh my
0: (laughs) God. We are three days into a discussion about if getting a toaster oven would be worth sacrificing, sac- sacrificing sacrificing the counter space. Three days. Marriage is wild, y'all.
1: Three days. Well, and also, I think that you might not have the tolerance for a conversation about that, when since you haven't had to con- have a conversation about that, no. you just do what you want.
0: Right. Well, again... I- Right. This is why we're. This is
1: why I am where I am. Right. In life. I. I. Except for I can honestly. I. I. I probably participated in the conversation. <laughs> like that. I mean, I, I think. and I'm, I'm thinking maybe I did. That's funny. Yeah. Last one.
0: My husband took my leftovers to work with him. Does anyone know a good divorce lawyer?
1: <laughs> Especially if they were good leftovers. Chinese. Oh, he took the Chinese. Don't take the Chinese. Don't. Anything. You, I don't...
0: Right, any, anything else but the Chinese. I would say also spaghetti or lasagna, because it is best the next day.
1: Well, and I would say that there are a lot of things, but you can take the crappy leftovers yeah. that you really didn't really want to eat again, right. and but don't take the good leftovers. No, no. My husband doesn't take any of the leftovers. Mm. I I... Do you oh. take him before he gets a chance to. No, he doesn't. He eats the school lunch. Oh sure. On purpose. Yeah. Every day. Mm. Every day, and he has for the twenty five. almost. He has most of his high school teaching career. Wow. But which is, I don't know, says some things about him too. But um, I take the leftovers to work. Sure. And. And then some I push to the back. Or put it in the bottom drawer where they'll never be found again mm-hmm. until they walk themselves the out yep. of the refrigerator, <laughs> which has happened. Sure, yeah. So, um, spring is on its way. Hallelujah! I I want to say that usually in your office at this time of the year, Katie, you have snowflakes, and um, you don't have snowflakes in your office. So spring is here. It is, and these are um, spring traditions from around the world. Oh, okay. So I'll try. I'm. I've looked up all the names that are hard, and try. And I'll try not to massacre them. So, Songkran Water Festival in Thailand. Mm. The annual festival takes place shortly after the spring equinox. Songkran stems from the Sanskrit word for astrological passage, and is celebrated within Thailand as New Year's Day. Mm. Festivals involve going to the Buddhist monastery, visiting elders, and of course throwing water. The northern capital of Chiang Mai. Is the setting for the biggest celebration, with festivities lasting up to six days. Locals and tourists alike take to the streets, equipped with cannon-sized water guns, pressure hoses, and buckets, ready to drench anyone in their path. Adults, children, and the el- elderly take part in the tradition, dancing in the streets to loud music. Wow, Songkran Water Festival. That sounds fun. Um, so, also listed was the White House Easter Egg Roll. In the United States, it was started in 1814, and it takes place on Easter Monday every year, uh, where children gather uh, in Washington D.C. on the White House lawn to roll eggs across the yard with wooden spoons, competing to see who can cross the line first. I love that. Um, it's a great. I mean, and and actually, I remember doing stuff like that in in little towns that I lived in. That you know, yeah. a celebration, mm-hmm. which is. Which is just nice, but it was was nice to see that uh, listed here. Um, This one is Holi. It takes place in northern India. It's undoubtedly one of the most colorful festivals in the world. Holi is celebrated by Hindus across northern India. It involves throwing colored powder at one another, which pays tribute to the many hues of the spring season as well as the events of Hindu mythology usually lasting a full day and night. The festival is gloriously colorful and happy at the end of winter, um, and it is suggested that you do your homework before attending the event. Huh. Because... To know what you're getting yourself into. Well, you just do your homework so that you don't have to... Sh- sh- so you can participate in the whole event. But sure. it's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the powder-like, we see color runs. Oh, sure. And so it's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nowrez in Now res in Central Asia. Nowruz means new day, celebrated as the first day of the first month of the Iranian calendar and coinciding with the spring equinox, usually around March 21st. This new day symbols new life, new beginnings, and a rebirth of nature. Um, while it differs country to country, the multi-day celebration often starts with people cleaning their homes, but quickly escalates into a multi-day festival of bonfires, costumes, and family re- uh, remembrance until the 13th day of the new year when everybody leaves their homes and joins family and friends outside for music dancing and food in the city's public spaces I love that a 13 day start with spring cleaning
0: I love that it's like we're just gonna quote-unquote start spring cleaning and then under the guise of this other celebration we're gonna, <laughs> we're
1: gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some spring cleaning which I think you know is great this is a 13 day celebration right. so you got time to do some spring. You yeah. can get your spring cleaning done. You, could. You, get your, you start your spring cleaning, and then you have a bonfire, and then you party yeah. like a rock star.
0: Sounds good to in me. In the
1: squares. I mean, uh, I, I, it, would, it would give you a reason to clean your yeah, do spring would. cleaning. Cause I need, I need some, any reason that I can find. I need, and I, I need good music and maybe somebody else to do it because <laughs> right. it's been about seven years i need years. good music
0: in my car <laughs> as i drive away
1: <laughs> it's been about seven eight years since i've done a good spring cleaning uh, i keep i keep it off until spring next spring and next spring so cooper cooper cooper's hill cheese rolling and wake in gloucester england every year during the second <laughs> bank holiday weekend what would that be bank holiday it's england uh the Gloucester, Gloucester, <laughs> cheese rolling takes place on Cooper's Hill. Now I've seen <gasps> this. I th- I feel like I have seen this too. It is. It is like straight up and down. It is straight up and down. Yes. It is, it is and and I the story that I saw was of the the winning woman mm-hmm. who's won the most or the. Oh over, my gosh. And she literally is, is. Falling in what looks like cartwheels, tumbling, hitting the ground, running. She's, and
0: it's just a horrible thing. All while chasing up some cheese? you have to take the cheese with you as
1: you're falling? No, you're after the cheese. The cheese goes down the hill and you chase it. So located just an hour by drive from Bristol, the innocuous sounding event is, in fact, a lot more dangerous than the name would lead you to believe. A A wheel of cheese is thrown down the very very steep hill and one second later competitors throw themselves down after it. the first one to cross the line when it went <laughs> the first one to cross the finish line wins. There are big bouncers at the end to catch them because oh gosh. they're stop not stopping them. themselves. no. Bruises, bloody knees, and broken bones are common side effects of this intense tradition. a, si- a slightly rougher way to welcome spring than the 200 year old tradition is proudly upheld by the community, attracting both old and new competitors every year. In fact, um, there cannot be, there is no official organizer. Sure. Because um, it's so dangerous. And, uh, there's, it's, 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 it's all, yeah. You, some random person
0: brings some cheese and...
1: Chucks it down the hill. Do you have to catch the cheese? You do not catch the you cheese. You just had to, finish you, to you, the, the You ball. are not going to catch the cheese. Sure. You, but you get to keep the cheese. Mm.
0: After it's rolled through through the grass and the stone and the dirt. Yes,
1: and And so this hill, I this so I grew up in the Black Hills of South Dakota, and this hill, if you can imagine, is gotten there's there's quite a bit of runoff that happens. So there's kind of small ravines and and rocks and and brush and brush, and it is not, it is not good. And the people that do it, I think drinking is involved. you, yeah, you. And I think to. that's the best way to do it because the the woman that the she was the she had won the most times. Um, uh, she would never been hurt until the year she quit drinking, and then she broke her 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 clavicle. Oh my gosh! But but I think drinking would help a lot. Well, you wouldn't feel it quite as much. Well, and and you kind of you're literally loose limbed and. Oh my gosh! But. I don't know how somebody doesn't die.
0: I can't even go down a sled on a snowy hill without feeling like I got hit by a
1: truck. A little nauseous. <laughs> but it's a cheese rolling and wake. I mean, because, honestly. Wow. It's crazy. I didn't realize. But it's the second bank holiday of the year. Huh. Which is strange. It is strange. Simberjada. Jada in Bosnia. Translate to festivals. It translates to festival of scrambled eggs. Celebrates the first day of spring, in, Bo- in the Bosnian town of Zeneca. At the crack of dawn, people gather at the banks of the Bos- Bosna River, where a communal meal of scrambled eggs is prepared. Together, people share their breakfast, eggs, and with friends and family while drinking and listening to music together to mark the first day of spring. Hmm. Simberjada. I wonder why Simber- scrambled eggs. Ijada. The festival of scrambled eggs. Hmm. Well, that's because that's what the name of this festival is called. <laughs> oh. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the festival of pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> sure. Or I'm waffles. sure there is There's one, there could but be just one. not in this town. Um. So the spring, the spring equinox in Teotuacan. Teotihuacan, Mexico. Hmm. I listened to it, and this is my phonetic. I evening. believe you. Teotuacan. Each year, thousands of people traditionally dressed in white gather at the enormous Teotuacan Pyramid, located around 30 miles northeast of Mexico City, to celebrate the spring equinox, taking place on either the 20th 20th or the 21st of March. Many celebrants use the morning to climb the 360 steps to the top of the pyramid to get closer to portals of energy. By raising their arms toward the sky and basking in the sun's warmth, they soak up energy for the year. Hmm. interesting huh no no not, not well, really. so I, just, I think that maybe I like the, the scrambled egg festival better <laughs> <laughs> just a few scrambled <laughs> eggs um, what I find
0: the most interesting though, is of these traditions they all are around the exact same time of year yes even though like I think that in the United States the, the quote unquote first day of spring is the 21st of March but does everywhere, does everybody else? I mean, other places don't necessarily celebrate that day as the first day of spring or the...
1: Well, uh, but I think they do. It is the spring equinox. And that is... that is Where the so sun and
0: the whatever is positioned... Exactly.
1: The, gotcha. I have no idea. I have no idea. Either. But um, it is interesting that it's... Yeah. Uh, so in Australia, they celebrate fluriade. Fleurier first began in 1988 when park manager Peter Sutton and landscape designer Chris Slopemaker de Bruin conceptualized a uh, proposal for a grand floral display in celebration of Australia's bison, bicentennial and Canberry's 75th birthday. Hmm. I don't know who Canberry is. Mm-mm. Uh, the result was a beautiful, exotic floral display that was so wholeheartedly embraced by the local community that it became an annual celebration of spring each year. Um, Hundreds of thousands of people travel from neighboring Sydney and Brisbane to see more than a million flowers bloom in this month-long festival of color, uh, music, and horticulture. Wow. A month long. That's
0: a long time. A month-long festival. Interesting. And all. all we get is a day on the calendar. First day of spring. Is that when we move our clocks forward or back? or? Well, I think it's close to it. It's after. The first day of spring is after Daylight Savings. But, I mean, we could be a little bit more creative, I feel we like. We could
1: be. We could be, like... Scrambled eggs for breakfast? Maybe. I'll throw cheese at you. (laughs) And
0: I'll run down a hill. No, I think you should just fall down. (laughs)
1: Because I don't, there's no need for excessive bleeding. And we don't want to do that here at work because at workman's comp, that's not going to work out well. (laughs) It's just messy. I I just want to throw cheese at you. (laughs) I mean, it may be shredded cheese, whatever. It's just. (laughs) Cheese slices. (laughs) American. A
0: craft cheese
1: slices. (laughs) Take the wrapping off and they stick there'd be this wet kind of wet <laughs> it was so gross Ugh. oh yeah good. no that could be a lot of fun it could be it could be probably pretty wasteful of you know can I just say that I wish that I just wish that we would have picked a better cheese to name after our country yes I mean a more but there is no other cheese if you're going to make some things grilled cheese sandwich it has to be Black American cheese. It has to be. There's just no other choice. Right. You can also use it to fill holes, patch holes. Right. Um, Band-Aid. I don't know. I'm sure.
0: That- <laughs> <laughs> to all the people still listening.
1: <laughs> well, from when I hope we wrong- didn't lose you. <laughs> how well of a seal it would be but i'm just saying it's an option that you could i'm just trying to i'm trying to diversify your ideas of what you can use american sliced slices of cheese for so there you go and that didn't cost you a dime